Get Into Geek. This is a big one, boys. This is the Get Into Movies crew. Uh, We're here to talk Rogue One, a Star Wars story. No, you, you can't use yeah. that music. Yeah, evidently um, so. Well, okay, let's 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 start this, this off the right spoiler way. Spoiler free, guys. Spoiler free. This is spoiler oh, yeah. free, so we're not going to ruin anything. This is a non-spoilers, but still full review of the movie. We will be having a separate full spoilers chat to go up uh, as well. So just check back uh, on our uh, podcast channels on SoundCloud and iTunes to find that. So my name is Mitch. Joining me, the Get Into Movies team of Matty Gibson. Yo. Brendan Gibson. Oh, hi there. No relation, but there is a relation between you, Brendan, and Reese Gibson. Well, that's confusing. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Wait till we get to this guy over here. Yeah. And then you got Lincoln Lewis, my brother, but not always here. So, hey. Good yeah. to see you. Good to be here. Oh, and it's honor- honorary Gibson. Yes. You know what we call this? And what am I? <laughs> no, you know what we call this, right? Two Lincolns, three Gibsons. That's a full house. Yes, it is. There's Hello. your reference, Matty. Oh, <laughs> Matty's two Lincolns, two Lewises. <laughs> two. If I knew the song, oh. I'd say. God, God damn it! I can't even win anything. Sorry. I'm not even a Lewis. It's just like I that didn't time, even know I said that. Like that honest. time, there was me and Mitch and a couple of mates, and people were asking who was related, and they gave us every possible combination except for Mitch and I. And we we're like, what? Not that? only that, they actually started trying combinations again. That's right. They went into double. <laughs> Why were, can we not win? There were five of us on the beach. Now, mind you. I was the only one that wasn't hair-free on the body. <laughs> yeah, the um, I was the only one not with blonde hair, not not tanned, not somewhat ripped and you know gym bodied and stuff. And <laughs> whose dad is that? As I said, this is a non-spoilers <laughs> review. We're just going to start talking about my body when we start spoiling stuff. Let's be honest. Uh, where do we start, guys? I was expecting this show to be a uh, movie to be f***ing rubbish. Because I'm like, really? Yeah, do we really so- need another prequel? <laughs> I mean, the first three prequels were horrible. Force Awakens was awesome. But, you know, halfway through this, I'm kind of going, yep, pretty much what I was expecting. And then it kind of takes off. And for me, I'm like, oh yeah, now we're talking, it feels like a Star Wars movie now. Couldn't be worse than the other prequels though. I mean, no, 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 to be honest, yeah. I want right. to judge our binks in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Something was missing. Yeah. Something is definitely no one Sorry, ever. spoilers. Oh, it's not in it. <laughs> but the expectations were high coming off the back of The Force Awakens. You know, if it was coming yeah. off the back of, you know, yeah. the, the Clone Wars or whatever, like, you know, it would have been yeah. like, wow. Yeah, true. You know, yeah. we just need to show up. But <laughs> coming off the back of The Force Awakens, it is, uh, you know, they, they had a lot to live up to. I had zero hype going into this like the yeah. trailers did nothing for me to me and i'm the one in the room that talks up the clone wars tv show more than anyone else because i absolutely freaking love that and i can start to do that i'm halfway through season two and, and i'm Mate, really it gets, enjoying it, gets it really good at season three you're welcome yeah to, you know i mean brenda made a good point i think we we're talking about <laughs> the clone wars <laughs> i just want to say quickly so i think we we're doing That's our force shit, awakens right? um a force awakens review last year and maddie tried to talk us into into it and you just said why why bother Getting into a show about the clones and and you know it's and the, not about I know the it's clones. not about them. They do it's, feature quite a lot. It you says know, right? Clone Wars, there, right? Yeah, but that's <laughs> it's the about, that's, it's about the war of the clones. That's the five <laughs> years between. Yeah, I know. Boring. Oh mate, it's about Anakin Prequel. and Obi Wan. Just being, I know, mate. I watched. The it's like first a half. Of the it's first like a buddy season. cop road trip. Five seasons of Anakin and Obi Wan just being bros. 
Yeah, yeah it's split awesome. up for the first in, half of the first. Yeah, and season. in fairness, the first yeah the first season is I having oh, the first this, two seasons are hard to get through. But second get season s- definite improvement on the first. Yeah, you get a yeah. season three. And Mate, we live in a world of Netflix. I'm not going two seasons. <laughs> Maybe right? it's on Netflix. I know. That's, there's more shit on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> way better. But I'm with you, man. I'm right. yeah, I know. You, you're, you're, you're someone who has finished it and you still had no hype. And Yeah, I felt like this story could have been told in like a three or four episode arc of that TV show. Like I didn't think it needed to be a feature film. Yeah. But um, very much like Brennan, I thought the first half was pretty slow and, and a bit sloppy. But by the time you get to sort of, um, what, what would we say, the third act? Or, yeah. Yeah, then it just, it becomes a Star Wars film. And I was just fully hyped and I was really, really enjoying myself for that um, for that last act. But peaks and valleys. Peaks, I'll say peaks and valleys. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I found it a little bit um, a little bit hard to, to understand throughout the, the first, um, yeah, a couple of acts. Yeah, it was real convoluted. Yeah. Mm, um, I feel like they did a really good job in, and I won't give this away, but there's a... There's a certain character that to me feels like a conglomerate of like three different characters from the original Star Wars, yeah. which is really great. Yeah. But then I feel like there were a couple of really superfluous characters in this that didn't really bring anything. It's like, I feel like there's two characters in particular I think we could have combined into one mm. and it would have streamlined the story a lot more um, yeah. and, and just sort of, yeah, given us something a little bit more to latch onto to these characters. Yeah. I was in the complete opposite, uh, I guess, boat to you, Maddie. Is that I, I was really you were excited? All but I, I was all, all hyped, hype. but um, I think too because I, I read everything about this movie. I've been hearing mm. a lot about it for so long, and and just the idea that it was going to be, and this isn't unique to me, but it was the first different Star Wars movie. It was the first thing mm. outside of mm. essentially the Skywalker story, and you know we know they're going to make a Han Solo movie. They've been talking about making another, obviously unique standalone film. They're going to keep doing that, but at least we know about another couple after Rogue One. So this was almost uh, going into it. I thought the safest option. It's like, like you said, Brendan. Let's make a prequel, but make the truest prequel to A New Hope possible. Mm. Let's tell the story that they sort of finished telling in A New Hope, and then if it fails. It's like, oh well, at least we know what yeah, we can and can't do. Yeah, they didn't ruin Han Solo's backstory. Yeah, because because these films are canon. Mm. They sort of, this is the you know this is the first pancake. They're like they'll give it a crack. They'll learn from this one. Yeah, and not have you know Star Wars fans revolt because they screwed up. This, yeah, Han and that's Han why Solo I think film. that they haven't announced what that third standalone film's going to be. Long rumours even for like the last year that it was going to be a Boba Fett movie mm. and that Josh Trank, director of Chronicle oh. and Fantastic Four, was going to mm. take it on, but why because of Boba all the fans. Well, that's the thing. What's I, I, the big hot? I don't understand it. Like, yeah, I, I never given, understood given, it. Given Boba Fett was a cool bounty hunter, but, it's, but it when? doesn't warrant it. When he's no, just like pointing he, his gun he, at he Luke. It wasn't bad. He just don't. I don't feel he deserves his standalone movie. It's like, well, what more can we gain from? And that? the worry yeah. is, is, we is know it, his his demise. Yeah. we know his dad's. We demise. know where he started well, from. But then there's also, I think it's oh God. I'm I'm so lost in which part of canon or what's canon and what's not. There is something out there that shows him getting out of the Sarlacc pit that he fell into at the start of Return of the Jedi, that he did survive that, that he's not slowly being digested over a thousand well, years. Well, I mean, so, if you want to go well, and I mean, check out but, uh, the Clone Wars TV show, you do see how he becomes a bounty hunter, which is pretty But so it's uh, been done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been done in Clone Wars. I just, I just don't feel they should be wasting a movie based on a character that isn't central to everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's it's get like a, let's get a Jar Jar yeah, origin story. <laughs> I mean, look, Han Solo. I I can see that. You know, he was he was so, such a big 
you know, so much of Star Wars is on Solo. So it's like, yeah, it's sweet. You can do that. But like, he just sort of clashes. I'd take an Admiral I'm... Akbar movie over a Bob <laughs> movie. I want a standalone <laughs> Ewoks. I love that man. I, I want a standalone what. Ewoks movie. Uh, yeah, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Brendan wants been the two. vagina face guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's why they haven't announced what the third movie is. It's see how Rogue One goes. Mm. Because they've almost got their safety, their catch with Han Solo. It's like, this is a standalone, like you said, Link. It's not about central characters. Mm. They're trying to see whether making a Star Wars movie set in the Star Wars galaxy or universe without any characters that you know about except the ones that are very much in the background like Tark and like Vader mm. and see if that works. And if it doesn't, well, we've already got another movie in 18 months coming out to ensure the money keeps rolling through to the banks, but it's going to be about Han Solo. So if Rogue One does fail, which it's not going to, let's be honest. It wasn't but that many in the cinema. I was kind of surprised. It wasn't huge. It wasn't yeah, because yeah. we went sort of at the same Force time. Because mm. the midnight screenings were last night. And sort of compared to episode seven that we did last year, we kind of mm. did the same kind of viewing where we went the night after the midnight screenings. Yeah. And we were in a packed cinema. Mm. But, yeah. um, but this year, not so much. And even talking a lot to the, the people from event cinemas, they said, look, Midnighters was selling quite well, but they weren't to the numbers of Force Awakens. And you've got to understand why, because yeah. I think still there's a lot of confusion about where the friggin' hell this movie is set. Yeah, people are Which, expecting Ray and Finn to show up. Yeah, even though the clue is right there with the Death Star. Well, even though People I knew, watched... I was still confused watching it. I'm going, oh, hang on. i got to kind of reset again, like every few scenes. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, that's beforehand. Mm. Yeah. And I'm going, where are we on this mm. timeline? Yeah, and I definitely want to get, get into that now. Spoilers chat, uh, as far as how the movie starts. I guess it's not so obvious to the audience. They really have to explain it. But even mm. still, I think I only got to fill in the gaps because I do read a lot of stuff about these movies. And I really want to go back and read this new book that's out called Catalyst. And it's essentially the... Even though this is the backstory of A New Hope, it's the backstory of Rogue One, and it's very much about the relationship between Galen Erso, played by Mads Mikkelsen, and Ben Mendelsohn's character, uh, Orson Krennic, and Orson Krennic's relationship with uh, Tarkin, and how much they hate each other, and then all about the kyber crystals and the study and why the Death Star took 20 years to build. Because you see it as a frame at the end of Revenge of the Sith mm -hmm. and then it's only just operational in A New Hope. This sort of makes sense. Why? And also this movie, without going into spoilers, does explain why there's such an obvious flaw yeah, in the Death Star that the well, rebels were able to find I think, it. I think that's going to, you know, something like that would only be for a specific group of people. What's like that? Us. Like this? Like all that, all that information, like all that kind of stuff. Oh, the backstory. That's the thing. You don't. You mm. definitely don't need to read Catalyst because let's face it, the the people that are going to go watch Rogue One, one percent of them are going to read the book. Right. So right. they're not they're like obviously the book is based off the script of the film. It's like okay, here's what the movie tells you. Go and make the backstory more interesting if you're into it. But if you don't, that's... all the information you need to know is here. Agreed. But I'm not interested in. <laughs> like prequels in this timeline between A New Hope and like the whole Clone Wars era. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, keep doing sequels or if you want to do a prequel, go Knights of the Old Republic, <coughs> go thousands of years before. That would be awesome. And see old school Sith and Jedi. Um, yeah, yeah, like the creation of the Jedi Council and, yeah. and the split between, you know, and the split, like, you know, Force users deciding that there is discovering a light side and a dark, yeah, and absolutely. the creation of the Jedi versus the Sith, like yeah. just finding that moment that where so they were all just Force users uh, and then the Sith split yeah. apart. One thing I did really enjoy, just for a small little thing that they gave for the audience, was in this movie without giving too much away. They speak about the certain crystal that's used for Jedi's to make their lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, and it's it was just a really cool thing because that touched base on something that every person who's watched Star Wars would go, "Oh shit, cool." Yeah. And yeah. I liked how they did that, you know, and, and even though, yes, this is a standalone film, I really liked that little 
bit of information and, and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, well, not to be a broken record, but Clone Wars does touch on that as well. And when we get in, when we get into, <laughs> oh, we're not we're talking about it. Rogue One. <laughs> when, we're talking about. <laughs> when we get into spoilers, uh, we'll talk more about what. Matty, even right, though you know what? do you want me to talk about my favourite part in this film? Like the, what? Where Roseanne rocked up. <laughs> The, the part that I laughed Hang and enjoyed on, the most. The, the part I enjoyed the most with this entire film was when Lincoln got up to go to the toilet and eight seconds later Darth Vader came <laughs> Suck it, bitch! Son of a motherfucking bitch! Oh, I can't wait to talk about exactly yeah. what you missed because we, so I don't even know if we saw what was going on at that point because we were laughing at the fact that you went there. Yeah. Like, yep. I, I was busting to piss. We're so all looking like, going, I can't believe everything. He just left. It yeah. was like the big, like this big heated part finished. All right, this is cool. You I thought can, you've got a minute. I can, I've got a minute. I can duck out, drain mm -hmm. the monster, get back in. <laughs> I come back in. Okay, let's let's not lie in this review. <laughs> hey, look, look, it's oh, it's, it's, a, it's a mon it's a monster to a sea monkey. All right, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, I it's all you know. It's all a matter of perspective here. <laughs> I leaned over to Reese and went, "That better be the best piss of his, of his entire <laughs> yeah, life." I'll tell you what, it was one of the longest. <laughs> job out of it while he's out there for what he's missing. Ah, uh, Rogue One. So, I don't know. I reckon, um, for me, it was started off like a two or a three, but by the end of it, it was about a four for me. You know, what happened in that third act justified. That redeemed a lot, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I wouldn't say three and a half is too low almost because of how awesome that ending was. Mm. But. Yeah, you got to remember, they didn't have three prequels to set the story up. They had. They, they need, need that... to establish everything. Yeah, I guess, I was going to say, probably go on a little bit too long with it, but I guess... They needed that time to, to set up everything that did eventuate. So, yeah, for me, I'm the same. Four, four out of five is um, I loved it. Yeah, I agree with Reese. Four out of five, but oh, what a shot. that's unusual. Oh, wow, <laughs> so sure. Hey, 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 we could we could take you all. We could. You two are like <laughs> the same. Hey, seven days <laughs> before when Mitch was talking like about no Maz Kanata, you two were like soft touching each other <laughs> yeah. on the arm, and that's why there was like. Yeah, do no we have one to separate you two? Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, you'll see the magic happening soon. <laughs> 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 I'm naked right now. But no, I I do agree that like with with both years, four out of five. Um, and and I agree with Reese the fact that they did have to set a lot of stuff up. You know, mm. all the rest of the Star Wars movies, you know, you have an idea. Now with this, they did need to establish a lot of different things, and I felt that they did that with a reasonable pace. You know, they established mm. all these characters; no one knew who they were apart from seeing the trailers. So. I reckon that they did a pretty good job not to linger on anything. They did what they said, what they needed to say, showed who certain people were, and they just got along with the story. And and I don't know, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed finding out who they were and, and why they were who they were. Yeah, one thing I really liked about it is I was thinking back to an interview with Gareth Edwards, the director, and when he was talking about this film even two years ago and, uh, and, and a year and a half ago uh, at Comic-Cons and things like that, and they were showing footage or at least concept art of like these massive battles and war shots. Now, he brought on like people that worked on Black Hawk Down and, say, Saving Private Ryan or yeah. like actual war films. And, and these fans got up and asked him and they said, oh, you know, um, w uh, why are you bringing these people on? Like, this seems like it's going to be a pretty like full-on violent movie, whatever. He goes, it's called Star Wars. <laughs> it's going to be a war film, you know? And it really was. Like, it really was a yeah, war film. Yeah. I think as much as a Star Wars film was going to get, this is the first real Really, this is the first Star Wars film that's, I guess, aimed at only adults in, yeah. in a way. Like Empire, yeah. There's no is... toy, toy sales coming off the back of this. No. Like... Well, there's a lot, and yeah, you do. Maybe see, the drone. See, yeah, but you see a lot of lot of death in the battle scenes. There's like so mm, many people getting too. mowed down. Yeah, and which is so you know, in Star Wars, you see a few little bits and pieces, but they just they don't focus on that. Whereas mm. this is actually focused on. You see uh, the reference made in uh, A New Hope, where she says many died getting this information. Many boffins, wasn't it? Oh, that was. 
that's the that's plans in, for the next yeah. oh, oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. right okay my bad Jedi. well anyway a lot but of people yeah, but that's almost Jedi. what this movie's based on is a line that was in the crawl yeah, yeah. people <laughs> sacri- like so many people got sacrificed for their goal and you, they, they don't hold back with the people that, are, that get killed yeah because it explains <laughs> I guess you know like they had this story a lot Cut of that out <laughs> to <laughs> I just had to say it it's, it's bottled up like, <laughs> <laughs> Cut that shit out if you need to. Do anything that needs? Well, if you don't, but if you need to, because you think about the original trilogy, and it's it's got its own look, its own feel, its own tone, and then you look at the prequel trilogy, own feel, own tone, mm. and then even Episode Seven, it's the first of the new trilogy, and it itself is the first of the new wave of Star Wars films. So it's very much. It feels it's shot. It kind of looks a little bit more like Rogue One mm. than it does any of the others. But still, Rogue One, like they're walking through a town on a planet that we've never been before, and it feels so much dirty. It feels so much more real than the sort of the glossy nature of the of the CGI prequels or mm. the very mm. clean cut, clean sets of the original trilogy. So, in a way, all these films don't really line up. But at the same time, they've each got their own unique feel. And what I think we're all getting at is that we weren't necessarily wanting a prequel, another prequel, when that word has been tainted. Like, that, just the word prequel, not even mm, Star Wars yeah. prequel, the word prequel, you immediately think Star Wars and generally you immediately think of it in a negative light. Mm. We didn't want that. We wanted another story. And it's like this way, they're like, well, let's go safe because we're eventually going to have to stop making episode films and films about the Skywalkers because we can't have them out every year. We want to keep the money rolling in. Let's go and make something separate, but keep it really close to our chest. Let's make it really close to the one that people fell in love with, Star Wars, uh, A New Hope. Let's tie it in. Our safety net is Han Solo, about everyone's arguably favorite character. Rogue One doesn't work. Then we'll just keep making ones about, you know, just just a Darth Vader movie between episodes three and four, or mm. you know, got a Luke Skywalker post episode six or something Same. like that. If it does, if it does work, we're going to see anything and everything across the galaxy with mm. characters we've never heard of before. Mm. That's definitely what's going to happen. It might not happen oh. in the third standalone They're or the fourth, flog it. but yeah. they're just going to start pumping these bad boys well, out. Now that, yeah, the tech of CGI has just improved so much and for what Star Wars, the first ever movie was, it was it did amazing for, for the technology of the day. So now that they can mm. do pretty much anything, they, you know, you can see why they're going to be, it, it is sort of flogging it a bit too much but they like not, we can not, pretty much make a story about anything now we can yeah, CGI like, it and use three actors and in, the rest of it all is CGI in 2050 yeah. in 2050 we'll get a standalone film of like that four-armed alien that owns the diner that's friends with Obi-Wan yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he'll get his own standalone film you'll get, you'll get, you know, you'll get a story as to like burgers, yeah. Yeah. you know Jabba the Hutt's like diner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, he'll like, just have his own it? cooking show that's the spin-off is that <laughs> it's just him and his own reality cooking show Jamie Oliver's just I'm not Jamie Um, what's the the guy that really angry one uh, um, uh, Ramsey. Ramsey yeah Gordon Ramsey's just like are you f***ing kidding me you've got more f***ing arms <laughs> uh, I, you know you'll see a standalone you know in, what is it the uh, the Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi where you know, Luke Skywalker goes and confronts Jabba the Hutt Which yeah Jedi that? yeah yeah Return of the Jedi and he sees like that dancer chick that's a chain to Jabba and he ends up feeding it to like that big monster you see like yeah. all the poor life choice, choices she made which has got her to this point <laughs> She left home at 16 and did all these things and lost a bet, then was dancing for Jabba and stuff. Like, we'll, we'll find her. We was just out. dancing her way through college. And then. And you know what? That's where the hardcore Star she, Wars She lost nerds a pot race bet. You know, you know, you've met a, star, a hardcore Star Wars nerd when 
their favorite character is one that you've never heard of. Yeah. It's like, oh, you like yeah. Han Solo? <laughs> what a, oh, you don't like Star Wars then. <laughs> I, I, I really... like the guy that was in the background of the diner in, episode, in, in Empire. It's like, there was no diner. Oh, you didn't see the diner. Size oh, noodles was. is totally my favorite character. <laughs> I've watched him frame no, by frame. No, yeah. it was in the book. <laughs> You'd know it if you're a true fan. <laughs> Size noodles is going to get her a musical, I tell you. <laughs> you got a rating? Ah, uh, God. So I, difficult. Maddie? <laughs> it is. I come out in here with a three and a half, but yeah, the more okay. I think no, about that final act, I don't know. Yeah, three fair and enough. Three though. and a half out of five, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably where I'm gonna have to sit. Like up until probably the first half of the film, I was probably at a two, two and a half. I yeah, was just for sure. really just it was poor writing and, and really sort of patchy characterization and I really couldn't get on board. But that that last act really really hit the ground running mm. and, and forgived a lot of sins and actually paid off a lot of the setup that we kind of had to suffer through, in, in, especially in that first act. <laughs> yes. I wasn't suffer. suffering through setting up a story, oh, Matthew. Wait, wait till we get to the spoilers yeah. chat. Yeah. I will... Oh, there we go. There'll be, more, <laughs> there'll be more holes in this plot than Greedo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, right. um, I don't know. If you like me, I think too, is just when you go see this, maybe have a new hope ready to go at home because this finishes <laughs> and I'm like... I need to go watch episode four like right now because yeah. I feel like yeah. the at story the cut off halfway. <laughs> yeah, at least the first ten minutes. It's like going to the strip club, you know. <laughs> you got to go to the toilet to rub You got to go out. back home, you know. <laughs> yeah, you go on there, but you're not getting pay off. Yeah. I mean, why tease yourself? You use your hard-earned money to just get all excited, and then you have to go home and watch Rogue One. <laughs> Roseanne, did you Roseanne. Say? <laughs> Full of house. All right, that'll wrap us up. That is our uh, non-spoilers, and I think everything in between that we could have spoken of, we've spoken about in this non-spoilers review. Uh, check back for our full spoilers review for uh, Get Into Movies. Take on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. In the uh, interim, you can uh, catch us on the uh, socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, simply at getintogeek or getintogeek.com, and our podcast can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Matty? Hi, Mitch. Matty. On Instagram? Link underscore Lewis. On all of it? On all of it. Everything. Yeah. Just, just Google lately. it. <laughs> yep. It's making me feel things that I'm not prepared to feel. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and let me tell the people my tag. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time, Matty. This is my time. Reese Gibson, what's your handle? <laughs> uh, Link it's d- Solid grasp on that Give it a turn No, f*** it, just skip me (laughs) You don't want people knowing it now (laughs) Hey, you'll get some more likes, I reckon (laughs) On Grindr Hey, I'm number one match on Grindr Swipe right Uh, I am at the Flying Gibson All his Instagrams are actually just dark photos because he's, he's under the desk where wherever Lincoln is. He's, <laughs> he's just under the table taking photos. Take yourself in it. <laughs> At least we do this while they're here oh, as well yeah. as when they're not here. Yeah. Geo tag the shit out of do that. Do you do it when we're not here? Or you'd listen to the podcast <laughs> if you're a part of them. Oh, man, that's good. I'm at the Brendan Gibson. I was going to say at the Flying Gibson too. But no, I'm not. Not most of the time. And something completely unrelated, but somehow in context, I guess, check out uh, on uh, on YouTube, Footy Dad Loves His OLED. Yeah. Is that what it's called? It. Yeah. Love my OLED. Oh, the bloody Footy Dad. Cricket Footy thing. Dad. Yeah, it's good. Dave Thanks. Warner at your heart out. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Keefy's getting a good run, actually. Go on, Keefy. I love him. Is he anyway. getting a free OLED or what? <laughs> yeah, he should get a free <laughs> OLED. Fucking better. He <laughs> loves He'll him. get a free Panasonic out of it by the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do us. Get into Geek and Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Get into Geek.
www.cloudformation.com.